Hello and welcome to The Road to the Age of X-Men. I'm your host, Dave Busing, the founder and editor-in-chief of Comic Book Herald and the host here of the Best Comics Ever podcast hosted by Comic Book Herald. Age of X-Men is the new upcoming 2019 X-Men Universe event. It will launch on January 30th with Age of X-Men Alpha issue number one and will continue with a number of Age of, quote-unquote, in-continuity tie-ins throughout basically summer 2019. To get you up to speed with how we got to this place and what this event is going to be and and a little bit about who X-Men even is, I'll be sharing some of the details and some of the reading. That'll make the most sense getting you caught up here uh, if you're interested in taking out or checking out this event. One big thing to call out right off the bat is that Age of X-Men takes its name, uh, takes inspiration for its name from the Age of Apocalypse series, which was a 1995 Marvel Comics event where basically all of the X-Men titles were recast, relaunched with new number one issues and new names such as the Astonishing X-Men in this new universe, an alternate reality, where essentially Charles Xavier had died. Magneto was taking over as leader of the X-Men, and Apocalypse, the X-Men villain that certainly fans of the X-Men animated series will be abundantly familiar with, uh, was ruling the world. And that is actually where, first off, it's it's a great series. I really, really love it. It's one of my favorite alternate reality, and, and frankly, one of my favorite X-Men stories ever. It is very, very 90s in style and tone, so get ready for that. Um, but that is actually where we get the launch and debut of X-Men himself. Now, X-Man is Nate Gray. He is Nathaniel Gray, and he is the biological son of uh, Scott Summers and Jean Gray, the Cyclops and, of course, uh, original X-Men members. Now, if you are familiar with that name, it's likely because Nate Gray, Nathan Gray, is also the name of Cable, who is also the son of Jean Gray and Scott Summers. I won't get into all the details here other than to say they have slightly different origins. Uh, X-Man, as it were, is a version of Cable that exists in this Age of Apocalypse universe, and he is a version that exists without the uh, Technovirus that keeps Cable basically from fulfilling his full potential. So X-Man is actually quite a bit more powerful in his telekinesis and telepathic powers. Okay, so he comes from the stock of Summers and Gray. He is sort of manufactured by Mr. Sinister, who always has a hand in that bloodline, and he gets to live out the life of sort of a teenage Cable without all of the time travel and techno-organic virus problems that that character uh, has sustained throughout his history. So that's where X-Men comes from. Um, there's a whole bunch of continuity, obviously, that takes place between his debut in 1995 and where we are in 2019. Essentially, what is important to know, I think, is is a little bit about his deal, is understanding that he is extremely, extremely powerful, and I think also understanding that this is a character that has never really fit uh, particularly well into the, the broader X-Men mold, right? He's only sort of tangentially been a member of the team. Um, he was with the New Mutants for a bit in the uh, the early part of this decade, but honestly, it's never really stuck. He's always been kind of this outsider, and that's where we get when 
that's how kind of how we get to his status coming into modern Marvel continuity. So what do you need to know? Where are we coming from going into Age of X-Man? Um, aside from who this character is, you're going to want to have read or at least have familiarity with the relaunch of Uncanny X-Men in a story they've called Disassembled. Now, in late 2018, Marvel relaunched what has long been the flagship X-Men title, Uncanny X-Men, and they published 10 issues that were released weekly. So every week a new issue came out. And this 10-issue story, even though it's called Uncanny X-Men Disassembled, uh, it is, for all intents and purposes, Uncanny X-Men, The Road to Age of X-Men. This story is 100% prelude to this event. It sets up everything that is about to happen with this Age of X-Men alternate reality, and it is, without question, the most required reading for, for what you're going to experience with the Age of X-Men. I'll mention here that uh, Disassembled does follow the events of X-Men Extermination. I will say, if you don't know a ton of X-Men continuity at this point in time, Extermination is only going to muddy the waters. Uh, if you are somewhat familiar with sort of where the X-Men have been really since like 2012 and and um, the Brian Michael Bendis era, Marvel Now, with him writing the team and X-Men, you know that there were the original X-Men, the, the classic original five lineup that Stanley and Jack Kirby created uh, in the 1960s of Cyclops, Jean Grey, Angel, Beast, and Iceman, that they are all, they have been basically misplaced in time in present day. And I, honestly, I'm not going to get into it all here, but basically what Extermination does is it makes it so that they, it finally, finally solves for that classic team being back in their proper time period. So, okay, timey-wimey elements are out of the way. The X-Men are sort of trying, they're trying slowly to reform and find this balance of how do we get back to kind of what the X-Men should actually look like. And and this is what Uncanny X-Men Disassembled is tentatively doing, even though it's it's blowing things up, sometimes metaphorically, sometimes literally, before before we get there. So with Disassembled sort of um, under your belt, you'll have a good understanding. And in brief, I would say X-Man shows up, and he shows up as a messianic figure here. So uh, Nate Gray, and, and like he is artistically... He is drawn as sort of a Jesus figure. I mean, the comparisons are not accidental. Um, he is spreading a message of peace and love. And essentially what he's doing is he's showing up as a um, as a savior figure. You know, he is the, the world's great savior. He is here to bring peace and love throughout the world. And he has in his course of of basically willing this to happen with immense power. You know, he's transforming landscapes. He's showing sort of reality-shaping powers on a level that puts him, you know, even above the class of Omega Mutants, which are Marvel's most powerful mutants. Uh, he is he has corralled what he's calling his horsemen. You know, again, he's, he's taking sort of the language and the approaches of Apocalypse, and he's using them for his version of good. So he's got four horsemen, in this case, Magneto, Omega Red, Blob, and Angel. Of course, three of those four traditionally being Marvel villains. And he's got them working for him uh, as, again, as as his horsemen of the Age of X-Men. Now, the X-Men are seeing what he's doing. They're seeing him sort of force his will upon the world and, and reshaping it in ways that obviously they're going, or maybe I shouldn't say obviously, but that they are resistant to. Um, you get characters like Legion 
playing in here and essentially what the writing crew and there's a bunch of them at Marvel. You have the likes of Matt Rosenberg, Kelly Thompson, Ed Brisson. Um, they've all had a hand in various Marvel series uh, that that sort of come into play here. Um, and in particular, the X-Men line, they've been sort of writing and building to this moment, and they're all tackling this story in unison. So you get a nice run across the mutant landscape of you get sort of the young X-Men, young guns like Glob Herman, Rockslide, Armor, um, Legion shows up, and of course he brings all of his sort of mental issues, but also supreme power. You have the return of Jamie Madrox, Multiple Man, um, in the early parts of the issues. If you've read the five-issue miniseries by Matt Rosenberg, you know that Multiple Man has recently himself experienced some sort of bananas alternate realities and time travel and all sorts of crazy things that, again, you don't need to know going into this, but it's it's somewhat useful context. So all of that builds to um, basically the X-Men trying to stop X-Man from forcing his vision of utopia on Earth. And it basically throughout this, you know, there's a, a stretch where the young X-Men and X-Men himself are transported to back to the age of apocalypse with no way to escape. Um, this has particularly fun ramifications for the Glob Herman fans out there as he transforms into a very cool looking AOA character. Um, but at the end of the day, the X-Men unite and X-Men loses control of his four horsemen and he is stopped, uh, but not before he can sort of lash out and create, you know, one big final explosion that seemingly wipes out the X-Men, but as we know, with Age of X-Men approaching, means that most likely these characters have been transported into the Age of X-Men universe. And that's where we are. So going into this series, we've got, again, what will be an alternate reality. There's going to be a whole bunch of five-issue miniseries that are part of the Age of X-Men. These are going to be series like The Marvelous X-Men, Next Gen, The Amazing Nightcrawler, The Extremists, Prisoner X, Apocalypse, and The Extracts. And then there will be an Age of X-Men Alpha and Omega issue capping off um, the, the experience. So it'll be interesting to see yet another Age of in the X-Men world. Um, if you want the full reading list and, and checklist, I recommend going to compocarol.com. Um, if you go to the Marvel reading orders, you will find Age of X-Men, of course, as one of the absolute most recent, and this will be updated as issues come out, um, as I do with all new events and reading orders on the site. But it's always a fun time to see alternate realities take shape. I think this one, you know, it's likely coming out of this, we're going to have probably a, a slightly more classic look of the X-Men. So this will be, I think, a a good chance for some of these writers to flex with um, oddball lineups and oddball ideas. You know, for example, I mean, just having a title with Apocalypse potentially as the leader is is interesting to me. Um, I'm a huge Nightcrawler fan, so I'm particularly excited about the Amazing Nightcrawler as well. But that is that is more or less the context for Age of X-Men. Um, again, if you have questions, come on over to compocarol.com. Let me hear your thoughts. Uh, you can find me at compocarol on Twitter facebook.com slash comic book herald you get the drill um i should mention that this podcast and all comic book herald endeavors are brought to you by listener support and reader support on patreon 
If you go to patreon.com slash comicbookherald, you can support the site for as little as $1 a month and get some cool bonuses, uh, depending on how much you're supporting, like uh, access to an exclusive Q&A, priority access to reading order requests, um, or even a monthly custom comics reading playlist that I, that I put out every single month. So there you have it. That's the road to the age of X-Man. Um, again, thanks for listening, and as always, enjoy the comics.